0: COVID-19 changed how businesses operate. To some extent, organizations have adapted to the conditions presented by the pandemic. Helping us get a better understanding of how organizations have adapted is Mr. Abraham Thomas, a managing partner for IBM Consulting ASEAN. Welcome to Projects for Future CIO, Abe. Thank you very much, Alan. What exactly is a virtual enterprise? What is its purpose, uh, characteristics, and how does it operate?
1: a uh, virtual enterprise is really the next generation organizational and operating model that we believe companies should be adopting and what it does is is really builds upon the drivers of technology and you see there are now significant technologies like ai automation blockchain internet of things 5g cloud and even quantum computing that has made the promise of virtual enterprises real. Uh, and the virtual enterprise really reevaluates how companies look at their physical assets, their infrastructure, and their talent. And it opens up the potential for extreme digitization and extended value chain and building new partnerships, which become the fundamental building blocks of uh, a competitive advantage for these organizations. Now, one of the things that uh, we believe is the single most important thing And the most important characteristic of a virtual enterprise is really the openness. And the openness is on three levels. Inside the organization, outside the organization, and out there. We call it out there, you know, the rest of uh, the ecosystem. So if I look at inside the organization, the virtual enterprise leveraging these technologies that I talked about really has the ability to connect different divisions in the organization through intelligent workflows and help them operate even more seamlessly and even more effectively as one team. And we know that in many organizations, that is their biggest challenge. Uh, Within the organization, how they can make greater synergies between different parts of the organization. So that's how the inside of the organization is uh, impacted. Now, what happens on the outside of the organization? A virtual enterprise has to build an ecosystem of partners that will become critical and core to the success and purpose of the business that uh, they are in no longer can companies operate in isolation a virtual enterprise has to leverage on a set of ecosystem partners that they are going to work with that will help elevate their business and differentiate them even more significantly when they compete in this new environment uh, with covid and all the other factors that we are seeing and the third thing that is the rest of the ecosystem really out there and the more partnerships the more more relationships that, and a wider ecosystem of partners that a virtual enterprise can build will help them use a platform approach to engage an, an even wider scope of clients or partners that will help them become even more successful. So it's really about leveraging technology and looking at different ways and new ways of working. And one of the key fundamental tenets of a virtual enterprise is that they have to do it through a openness and through an ecosystem of partners, because by yourself, you will not be successful in this new environment and with all the transformation and and, uh, challenges that uh, we face now.
0: In terms of differences, what makes a virtual enterprise different from a traditional enterprise?
1: Yeah, I think that the main difference that I want to highlight is the fact that uh, it's advocating openness. You know, organizations cannot isolate themselves and try and become successful just by trying to do things only by themselves. It really has to open up the organization. And a virtual enterprise is one that is willing to do that. And if you look at uh, the dimensions that I think are critical for a virtual enterprise to embrace, would be as I spoke, you know, the ecosystem of partners. It's really about. How as a leader in your organization, you are willing to embrace the fact that sometimes you may even have to work with people that you compete with. And if I take IBM as an example, or, you a know, number of our biggest partnerships are with some of the companies that previously we used to compete with. If you look at the likes of Microsoft, AWS, uh, Salesforce. SAP, there were times in our history where we used to compete with these organizations. But now we say, look, no longer. We may compete with them in certain scenarios and situations, but we are embracing a full open relationship with these organizations because we believe that growing the ecosystem is so important for our success as an organization in the future a second key dimension that uh, virtual enterprise compared to a traditional enterprise today is really the use of data-led approaches you cannot just make decisions in isolation it has to be grounded on data so data analytics and uh, using data science, data analytics really becomes important because you need to make decisions based on data. And that data will drive the decisions that you make that will help continue to differentiate uh, yourself in the marketplace. And the other thing that I, I think that is important, a third characteristic is uh, expanding your intelligent workflows. And intelligent workflows is about being able to interact Through the heartbeat processes of an organization, your supply chain, your customer service. You cannot operate in isolation. You cannot just say, oh, marketing is responsible for customer service. You have to have an intelligent workflow that will cut across the organization for you to be able to deliver the customer service that you want. I think the next important thing that uh, differentiates a virtual enterprise from a traditional enterprise is that you must have an inclusive human and technology. Partnership. Now, you see, today in the environment that we are in, all of us are sometimes forced to work away from the office. If you don't have that human and technology interface, it is going to become almost impossible to operate in this environment. You know, things like uh, what we are doing now, we are uh, not physically together, but we can still achieve the objective that we want because of the ability for us to understand and embrace the human and technology relationship that becomes so important. Uh, in this uh, day and age because of all the disruption caused by things that are outside our control. The next thing that virtual enterprise focuses on is really sustainability. Organizations, countries, individuals, all of us need to really understand the importance of sustainability if we want to have a planet that is going to be livable in years and decades to come. So we have to change how we treat waste, how we uh, use waste to make sure that uh, we are continuing uh, to have a sustainable environment, the uh, global warming and all the other impacts will not cause a serious problems. And I think from a technology standpoint, CIOs, I think, need to really drive this in a virtual enterprise is really about building a secure, open architecture. See, data and information are the raw material of businesses today. And the ability to put that data to work depends on the architectural choices that organizations make. And what we are advocating is to have an open, secure architecture and using a hybrid cloud uh, that is the backbone of your organization. And organizations, that embrace this, a hybrid cloud. And hybrid cloud is not just your private cloud, your public cloud, but a combination of leveraging a private, public, a hybrid cloud to build the architecture and the openness that you need to enable that connection to your ecosystem partners, to the wider marketplace, to your clients, to your employees, and the ability for your organization to operate seamlessly in any kind of environment, even in a pandemic type environment that we are in uh, today
0: what sort of technologies will be critical or essential towards the creation of a virtual enterprise
1: yeah and i think uh, as organizations you have to decide what is important for you and you know i said the one most important characteristic of a virtual enterprise is the openness so you have to be willing to open up your organization your people your physical assets your data you have to be able to open it up so that you can operate seamlessly with your ecosystem partners and then be able to build upon that to build the success that you need so in order for you to do that obviously you have to embrace the cloud i i I don't think any organization today can operate in this environment if they are not embracing the cloud. Our point of view in IBM is that you have to embrace a hybrid cloud, which is a combination of public uh, and a private cloud, and be able to know the data that is so important to you that you have to secure that you cannot allow anybody else to see, and also. Be able to curate data that is so important for your ecosystem partners to be able to access and you have to have that openness through the cloud and of course surround that with the right security that you need and you have to leverage all the technologies that i talked about right you have to be able to leverage uh, technologies uh, that will embrace uh, iot 5g ai and using all these types of technologies. To be able to uh, put your organization in a position that will allow you to operate with openness and with uh, the ability to communicate within your organization with your employee and also with your ecosystem partners. So there's no right one technology, here, Alan. It's a combination of all the technologies, uh, exponential technologies like artificial intelligence, IoT, and even quantum computing in the future that will allow you to be able to have the seamless, interconnected intelligent workflows within the organization uh, and then being able to replicate that with your ecosystem partners that become so important uh, for your success uh, in the uh, uh, virtual enterprise
0: All of these different technologies means that some people need to operate them, need to be familiar with them. What sort of skill sets and mindsets will be needed to ensure that a virtual enterprise or an organization is able to capitalize on these technologies and adapt them to the business environment that they operate in?
1: Yeah, and let me start with the mindset first i think it, it really starts with the mindset because uh, if you want to operate in this competitive and uh, difficult environment that uh, we have today uh, you have to have a mindset which says look i cannot assume that i will be successful by myself no longer are organizations too big that they think to themselves that look i don't need anybody else i can be successful by myself so that is the first mindset shift that has to percolate across the whole organization not just at the leadership level but across the whole organization everybody has to have this mindset that a i have to work well with people outside my organization who in the past may have been my competitor. So that's the first mindset shift that has to happen. The second mindset shift that has to happen is within the organization, we have to remove the silos and the fiefdoms and the politics that we have, which prevent within the organization for you to be able to work seamlessly and across different divisions. It's easier said than done. And we know, right, uh, with many organizations, large and small, you have these characteristics that sometimes prevent the organization from working together seamlessly. Because no longer do the clients of organizations want to worry about, no, it's not my problem, it's some other department's problem. If you have an issue interacting with your client, the client views it as an organizational problem, not a departmental problem. And of course, in order to support that, you have to make sure that you are upskilling your people. So you have to upskill your people in the technologies that become so important. People have to be comfortable, for example, working remotely using uh, tools like Mural uh, to be able to collaborate even remotely without having to be in a physical space. Uh, to be able to do that so that's a different skill set that people have to uh, learn and embrace in the past we've all worked in one single location we have meetings we have physical meetings where everybody sits together you look at each other and you are able to interact now because of the rules that happen uh, in each country or organization uh, due to the pandemic you have to be comfortable with new tools that perhaps need you to work remotely and by yourself So that's a different kind of skill set. And organizations that have embraced this and have moved this forward quickly are the ones that are thriving in today's environment. Uh, The next skill set, obviously, is each of the departments that you're in. And this is not just an IT issue. Everyone needs to be comfortable with all these technologies that I talked about. Blockchain, IoT. You may not be an expert in, in each of these technologies, but you must be willing to learn to embrace these technologies and use these technologies to help you to achieve the objectives of your role in a virtual enterprise so i think it's it's uh, both right the mindset and the skill set working hand in hand in order for organization to be able to transform themselves and we all hear about this concept of digital transformation and everybody says look i need to transform digitally but it, it starts with the mindset and then empowering your employees and your organization with the right skill sets and technology to be able to achieve what you want to achieve.
0: How does a CIO evaluate the applicability of a virtual enterprise for his organization?
1: No, I think the CIO alone cannot do that, right? As I said, for an organization to say, look, I want to embrace the concepts that I talked about, about openness, uh, being willing to work with a set of ecosystem partners about bringing the internal organization together. It, it's not just the cio that has to embrace it it is the whole leadership it is everybody in the organization but the cio is a important catalyst in order for the organization to be able to embrace the technologies that are so relevant and important for us to operate in this virtual enterprise mode so the cio has to curate the right set of technologies that will be important for the organization to evolve from what i would call a traditional organization today or traditional Enterprise to a virtual enterprise. So, and not just technology right uh, you know technology is the o- not the only driver it is also the organizational mindset and skill set that has to be transformed together with this technology to be able to move from the traditional enterprise to the virtual enterprise so I see the cio as someone who needs to be seated in the highest levels in the organization encouraging their leaders uh, the CEO the CFO the CHRO, and all the other c-suite uh, members of an organization to be able to understand the availability and use of technology in order for them to transform the organization, become a virtual enterprise.
0: In today's environment, most CIOs and most enterprises have a lot of priorities, like you've got digital transformation, you've got functional modernization initiatives, you've even got cloud migration and application modernization. How will the CIO orchestrate a virtual enterprise and align it to these different priorities that have come before it?
1: That's a great question, Alan. And I think this is an evolution. You know, you will not wake up one day in the uh, traditional uh, enterprise mode and tomorrow become a virtual enterprise. It is a journey. And you spoke about some of the fundamental technologies or areas that CIOs are grappling with now, like doing the digital transformation and other types of uh, initiatives to be able to start that journey from becoming a traditional enterprise to a, a virtual enterprise you cannot achieve that if you have not achieved extreme digitization of your organization everything about your organization has to become digital starting the digital transformation is the start of that process and it has to be across all your processes your your client interaction your employee interaction your team interaction within your different organization within the different divisions within an organization. So you have to start somewhere and using digital transformation as a catalyst to start that in a process, in a workflow, in a division or in a business area is the start of moving an organization from a traditional organization uh, to a virtual uh, enterprise.
0: What is IBM Consulting doing around virtual enterprises and what is its value proposition to customers?
1: Yeah, okay. So, you know, we we used to be a division within IBM called global business services. And, you know, in uh, our interactions with our clients, uh, sometimes the acronyms that you use may not connote exactly what, you are trying to do for uh, your clients. So we went through this exercise of reorienting our consulting business and it started with rebranding to IBM Consulting. So it becomes a lot clearer externally what it is that we do. And if you look at what IBM Consulting wants to be famous for, it's really an end-to-end capability. And if you look at the IBM organization, right, the IBM business today, it's really around two motions. One is transformation, which would be led by IBM Consulting. And the second is technology. In order for us To enable our clients and potential future clients to transition from a traditional enterprise to a virtual enterprise. We have to have both the technology and our ability to achieve transformation for our clients. And I think that's one of the strongest value propositions of IBM. IBM Consulting, together with our technology business, working hand in hand to allow us to transform our clients in multiple areas, right? We will focus with our clients around their customer transformation how they are interacting with their clients or their customers their talent transformation what do you need to do to upskill reskill the talent that you have within your organization in order for you to achieve the objectives of becoming a virtual enterprise so we focus a lot on talent transformation the next around data analytics and i told you uh, alan how important data is in order for us to become a virtual enterprise. We have a big practice focused on data transformation, data analytics, and helping our clients understand and curate the data that is so important for them to make the decisions that are gonna become important for them as they uh, engage in the marketplace. Uh, And then really around intelligent workflows, how we use different solutions out in the marketplace, be it SAP, Salesforce, Workday, and all the different uh, types of solutions uh, working together seamlessly and providing the intelligent workflows that organizations need in order to help them transform and become a virtual enterprise. So if we look at our strength and our capabilities, it's really around an ability to do end-to-end transformations for our clients. And if you look at most organizations, they have a traditional applications today that needs to be maintained as they are moving to the new generation of applications embracing the exponential technology uh, that I talked about, IoT, uh, 5G, blockchain. You can't just say, okay, I'm going to switch off everything I have and move over to the new environment tomorrow. You have to also have maintenance of your existing applications, modernization of your existing application, you can't just throw your legacy away. Not all organizations are born on the cloud. You have a legacy of applications, a legacy of processes that need to be transitioned over. So we have a practice that also helps our clients maintain that application, those applications, as well as modernize it. So I think our real strong value proposition that we bring to our clients is an end-to-end capability, leveraging our transformational capabilities, as well as our technology around IoT, hybrid cloud, 5G, around uh, blockchain, using these technologies to help aid clients as they transform their businesses and their processes.
0: Abe, thank you very much for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Thank you very much, Ellen. Uh, it was great uh, speaking to
0: you. That was Abraham Thomas, Managing Partner, IBM Consulting, ASEAN on the post-digital approach to business continuity. You are listening in the Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.